today on the Travel Guys. You're over there babbling. I didn't know if this was going to happen or not. In the travel news, Southwest Airlines raises the price of jumping to the front of the line. Speaking of higher prices, the price of being a kid just went up again at Disneyland. And the Waldorf Astoria in New York City, Tom? Yes. Is now owned by the Chinese government. Details in the travel news. At 320, uh, in the part of our show where we make you a smarter traveler... But I I thought that was always, but Uh I guess it's only that part. Uh, I'll share some recent first-person experiences, and Mark talks about the seller of travel law and why it matters to you. We want to know what you think, and in Travel Guys tradition, we have a prize, a $100 Ruth Chris gift card to the person who calls in after 335. We're looking for people who regularly use ride-sharing services like Uber and Lyft. Prizes, ride-sharing, 335. More to follow. Gwen Duncan's here to talk about cruises on the rivers of Europe at 350. She's recently taken three. Am I jealous? Yeah. And she shares her experiences with us. We have news. We have information. We have prizes. We have Gwen Duncan. Why would you even think of tuning elsewhere or going into the grocery store? Don't touch that dial or that doorknob. It's time for the Travel Guys. On the road again. Just can't wait to get on the road again. I've got two tickets to Paradise. Love to Alaska. Let go north to rush you some. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, the travel guys, Mark Hoffman and Tom Romano, brought to you by Sports Leisure Vacations. It's a fabulous Sunday afternoon, and we're here to uh, make you a smarter traveler. By the way, go to TravelGuysRadio.com. Links to a lot of the stuff that we talk about will be there. Some some pictures and all kinds of cool travel stuff. In fact, we're going to talk about a very popular uh, series of photos that are on the Travel Guys website at the moment in uh, in just a bit. Oh, we are? Okay. Um, well, you told me about it, the, uh, the Clayton thing. Oh, right? well, no, those are on the Sports Leisure Vacations w- Facebook page. Oh, okay. Well, but but just... I'm glad you brought up the website, because yes. there is something important that people will want to see there. Uh, believe it or not, um, there is a video of a passenger drying her underwear on the air vent... Above her seat. Oh, I'm logging in. You, now. you it's almost, you guys. almost couldn't. <laughs> you, you can't make this stuff up. Travelguysradio.com. Um, yeah, okay. she just and obviously somebody had to record this, so you just she's got and it's you know, but don't she, probably small children shouldn't uh, watch. Passenger this. dries underwear under air vent above her seat. Yeah, I already said just that's exactly what I just said just a moment ago. Hey, did you ever throw your neck out pulling weeds? Did you? <laughs> Uh, Luis, our uh, producer, director, uh-huh. and uh, runner of the console there, came in, and Luis was not sitting in his normal tall chair. He was sitting, sitting in, in the, the really kid's chair, yeah. yeah, the really low chair, and he had this kind of stiff kind of demeanor about him. And anyway, he's going to suffer through. So anybody uh, that's uh, ever, you know, pulled weeds, it could turn out badly got, for it, you. The, the moral to that story is you have to be careful about that domestic stuff, you know, because sometimes it'll just get you into 
a, a horrible way. Uh, we need to get on with the travel news probably here. Okay, at some lots, point. lots to get done. All right, at the top of every Travel Guys radio show, we bring you up to date on what's been going on in the travel news. And actually, uh, I just sit and watch, and Mark does the heavy lifting. What do you got? For us? Well, I got some. I thought it's some pretty cool stuff here today. The first one is really interesting. Um, the Waldorf Astoria is now controlled by the Chinese government. A big Chinese insurance company bought a number of iconic U.S. hotels, among them the Waldorf Astoria and our very own Hotel Del Coronado here in California. And now the insurance company has run afoul of the Chinese government in a variety of different ways. And so the government now is, is, has taken over the assets of this company. In essence, the Chinese government is now in charge. The Waldorf Astoria in New York has been closed for a couple of years to a complete renovation. It was bought by uh, this company, and they paid an astronomical amount of money for it, more than it's probably worth. Uh, same thing for the Hotel Dell, and so uh, we'll 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 see what happens here. But apparently, the the Chinese government is in in charge of uh, some iconic U.S. Yeah. hotels. Which U.S. airport has the most flight cancellations? Which one do you think it might be? Wow, most flight cancellations, mm-hmm. huh? LaGuardia. Yeah, boy, that's pretty good. That's an excellent guess. Yes, LaGuardia is number one. Uh, actually, and actually, they're a little bit skewed because, of course. Houston came in really high last year because of the hurricane, mm-hmm. uh, because they had so many cancellations for a period of time. Uh, Atlanta had that big power outage that wiped out flights for almost an entire day. So the numbers are a little bit skewed this year. Well, LaGuardia but, has probably more flights, period, than well, just about anybody. And this is by so. percentage. Okay. So LaGuardia, over 3% of their flights were canceled. So your chances are 3 in 100 if you go if you have a flight at LaGuardia that it's... It's not going. Of course, it depends on, you know, the flights from LaGuardia, you know, the flights from Sacramento to San Francisco, for example. Now United's put a big plane on in the morning, so that's very dependable. But the other ones during the day are little puddle jumpers, and sometimes they run and sometimes they don't. And so LaGuardia has those kinds of flights, too. So if you're getting out of LaGuardia on a plane that's got 40 or 50 seats on it, you will be the first flight to be canceled when things go bad there Got in LaGuardia, mm-hmm. which happens kind of often. Norwegian has shortened two Pride of America Hawaii cruises in early March. So if you are on a cruise to Hawaii, you probably already know about this now. But if you don't, you're going on a cruise to Hawaii in early March. Your cruise has been shortened by a day. Call your cruise line for well, details. Well, does that mean that if you're cruising to Hawaii, you, you'll, they're just going to stop a you know few hundred miles before they get there? No, Tom. This is a cruise... Ship that you get when you're already in Hawaii. I see. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but people do cruise to Hawaii. They, they do. That's very true. Why they... would you do that? Why wouldn't you just go to Hawaii and do it? Party. <sighs> Airlines, hotels, and car rental places are severing their ties with the National Rifle Association. This has been kind of interesting to watch this week, uh, as the airlines and hotels and auto rental companies have basically all bailed. They have bailed on. Well, discounts that they offer to NRA members, so they're no longer going to offer those discounts in many cases. So we'll keep an eye on that and see if it spreads to other places. Southwest is raising the price of getting on the plane early. Now you can you can buy that ahead of time online. What is it, twelve fifty a direction or something? Yeah, like that? it's it's twenty five for a round trip okay. for one seat. So if you wait, that hasn't changed in price. But if you mm-hmm. wait until you get to the airport. Mm-hmm. To buy into the one for one to fifteen, you know, you've got a crummy middle seat and you're a your C twenty seven, so you know you're going to be in a middle seat on a five hour flight to Baltimore, and you say, you know, 
I'll buy up to the front, and that way I can get an aisle seat, be a little more comfortable. So that's what's going to cost a little more money. They are raising the price of those, and it's going to be done a little bit differently by the length of the flight. So you're going to pay that nonstop to Baltimore. Mm -hmm. Moving up will probably cost you $50, whereas to fly down to, to Burbank, might only cost you 30 bucks. But early boarding on Southwest, uh, first of all, you have to, all the business class. Yeah. Um, well, that's what you're, that's what you're bo- boosting into. Oh, you're bo- at buying the gate. You're not buying into the, you know, just early seating, which comes after those people. Yeah, that's exactly right. You're actually buying up. It, it, it arguably, if you are stuck with a bad boarding number and it's a flight of more than a couple hours, I can't imagine why somebody wouldn't do that. I mean, I just between you and I and the fence post, United Airlines is getting fifty bucks, sixty bucks for Economy Plus from here to Denver, and another seventy-five to get to the East Coast. So you're, so you're saying that the uh, the paying extra at the last minute at the last minute early if, it, boarding, if it's available, you don't know that it'll be available because it's only those fifteen business class seats on I Southwest. See. So it, those are the ones that we're talking about. That's right. They'll probably all be gone. Yeah, but if there's one or two of them available and you've got a crummy boarding number, why then that's something to think about. United is now selling Wi-Fi subscriptions. So the joy of this is that instead of buying their crummy (laughs) Wi-Fi service one flight at a time, you can buy their crummy Wi-Fi service and pay more money for it on a monthly basis. Boy, ain't that the truth. Speaking of your wallet, it's going to be more expensive to get into Disneyland. And the Magic Kingdom. You're a, you're a Magic Kingdom fan. Yeah, dynamic pricing, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, they already have dynamic pricing. They have low demand and regular demand and high demand. This is different? <clears throat> this is different because they've already split that up. This is, for example, regular demand prices for adults go up $4. Uh, and peak demand, the increase was $5. And low demand, it rose $2. So it's uh, well over 100 bucks now to spend a day at Disneyland or the Magic Kingdom. Caesars Palace has added their name to the list of hotels that are now doing daily room checks. You know, after since the, the shooting, the mass shooting in Las Vegas, many of the right. hotel chains have announced that just putting a no, do not disturb sign on the door is not necessarily going to keep them out of the room. So Caesars says that they're replacing their do not disturb with room occupied. And you can expect Caesars staff to come in once a day and it, so that's going to be kind of awkward. I, the, the first, the housekeepers were going to have to do it, but they balked. So now security is going to do it, which is probably a better idea anyway. But you know, what if you're, you know, you got in late, you got in at one, you gambled late, you got in on a late flight. It's Las Vegas. You went to sleep at two thirty, three o'clock in the morning. I'm guessing a lot of people do that. So when is that security check going to take place? And you know, will you even be awake? And if your door is locked and you know, it's it's bolted. Why right. then they'll have to get you out of bed in order to? I mean, I'm just saying. I just it's. I think it's a good idea, but I'm just wondering how it's all going to work. The, well, we'll we'll, uh, we'll uh, investigate that. I'll, I'll give right. that a try. I'll all make right. that my mission. Yes, right. sir. Yes, sir. The Booking famous my Vegas flight right Mariposa now. Grove of giant sequoias in Yosemite National Park that is due to open sometime this spring. Now, where it is, it will open in June. They had hoped for some time in April or May, but uh, the the Mariposa Grove has been closed down for three years while they did some things to protect the giant sequoia trees there, which are being really impacted by climate change. And let's see, what else here? A guy got attacked by a a bison on Catalina Island, believe it or not. He says he he didn't do anything, but the the people on Catalina, the authorities there say, well, our our bison don't just, you know, attack people. You, You must have done... Something and a handful of large airlines are inching towards dynamic fare pricing models. 
You know how we've talked about you go online and the fare seems to change. You look at it once, you go back, it seems to be perhaps higher. The airlines now are talking about a dynamic pricing model that's similar to what uh, concert tickets and hotel rooms and stuff are sold for. In other words, if they know that you like that nonstop flight to uh, Dulles Airport every morning, why then you might you go once a week, you might see a fare that's 30 or $40 higher than somebody else's fare. And is that fair? No, it should be the other way around. If you fly regularly, generally you get discounts for you stuff. You would think. Anyway, Frequent. dynamic pricing. We will keep an eye on that one. And that is your travel news for today. Coming up next here on The Travel Guys with Mark and Tom, brought to you by Sports Leisure Vacations, we're going to talk about, well, uh, how to make you a smarter traveler. It's one of the things we always feature around the 320 uh, break. Mark's got some information on seller of travel law and why it matters to you. And then I'm going to share some information about, uh, well, flying out of Sacramento and also some tips on good things to do in San Antonio. That's next. Oh, it's a crazy world. I don't know about you. Country roads, take me home. Back again, Mark and Tom, the Travel Guys on KFBK. Hope you're doing well. Again, visit TravelGuysRadio.com. Watch the video of the woman drying her underwear <laughs> on the air vents above her head. <laughs> and on, you said, I don't know what you said. I think that's her daughter, her her kids' underwear. Right at first, but the but he, when you look at it, it it's no that the the the, the, the the leg holes are too large for those to be children's underwear. This lady okay. is drying her underwear. Well, now, it might not see. be the underwear she was wearing when she got on the plane, but you got to admit it's a little weird. Yeah, there and, you go. And especially if you're, you know, in a row ahead or behind her, you're you're thinking, well, you know, I mean, she's drying her underwear. I mean, is anything coming off of the underwear? As no, she's, they were, they I look like just, they were, yeah, whatever. Well, they look like they're in good shape. I yeah, mean, you know, that's the, that's the, that's the fun thing about travel, Mark, and you uh-huh. probably know better than anybody, uh, the unusual things that occur, the things the you see. The fun thing about the travel, the guys, you is that you can going hear about people different. drying their underwear on the airplane, there you go. and they just go on and on. Anyway, that's a travel guy. If you just tuned in, we're talking about a video that's at travelguysradio.com about a passenger drying her underwear uh, on the plane, you went to San Antonio. Yes, we uh, we. This is uh, year three. We go to San Antonio uh, in February, usually middle of February. Uh-huh. It's during what is known as rodeo uh, time. It's the it's the world's largest rodeo, indoor rodeo in the world. And you had a, a you 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 ate in a, a pretty cool place that you wanted to kind of. When shoot. we go to San Antonio, uh, almost a, as a regular basis, at least for the last few years, we go to a uh, a Brazilian steakhouse. It's uh, Chama Gucha, C H A M A G A U C H A. Oh, that's easy to remember. You can look it up, up online. It is. Uh, and all you can eat, world's greatest salad bar. It's a uh, white tablecloth, uh, nicely dressed waiters. I mean, the napkin on your lap. Uh, they bring over this uh, uh, this little coat rack that they put by the table. You can put bang These your South purse American on it. American steakhouses oh, have yeah. become quite popular around the country. Well, I've, ha- I've eaten it a few, and this is by far, in my opinion, the uh, one of the best I've, I've so ever about, experienced. So about 50 bucks or so for dinner? Uh, it's about 50 bucks, yeah, and that yeah. would include, of course, uh, all you can eat and your salad. It's worth every penny. And all kinds of different meats carved at your table, and yeah, they're a lot of fun. Um, there's, there's one, at least in Sacramento, Texas Day Brazil, which is a... 
a well-known chain. Now, is, is this one you're talking about? Is it a chain, or is it just in San it Antonio? It is not. It, in fact, uh, there are others in San Antonio. This is a standalone, wow. uh, family-owned, and, uh, and, and one, what's, what's one the of name a again? Chama Gucha. Ah, C H A M A G A U C H A. Okay. And uh, something else to do, you know, of course, we went for the rodeo. Right. And I recommend that if you haven't been to a real, genuine Texas rodeo, mm-hmm. uh, this is the one to go to. Uh, because not only does it include the rodeo, it also includes a complete livestock show. The rodeo and the show is there to support the FFA and the 4-H in a big-time way. A lot of money goes back into those programs. And so they have uh, literally almost every night for three weeks, they do a rodeo. Uh, where full-fledged, you've got every possible uh, type of a rodeo event, mm-hmm. uh, and then it's followed by a concert, and always a name act. We saw Brad Paisley after we saw an hour and a half of uh, rodeo. And you found a dance hall, a, an attraction place that you wanted my, to Yes, share my daughter uh, has discovered this, uh, being in San Antonio, about 40 miles out in the hill country, which is somewhat northeast of uh, San Antonio, uh, not too far from, uh, I think it's called... Um, uh, um, Bromsville, there is mm-hmm. a there's a hall. New Bronze. New Bronzeville. Yes. There's a uh, there's a hall there called it looks like Gruen, G R E U N E, but it's pronounced Green. Green Hall. It's the Texas's oldest dance hall. And the interesting thing about it is that uh, uh, a lot of famous people, uh, including you know, uh, Leanne Rimes was playing there the the night we were there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and but just about anybody who's anybody will make a, a stop at this little tiny dance hall. It's not very large; probably only holds a couple hundred people. But boy, is it uh, is it classic and special, and the whole town is so. About forty miles out of San Antonio, ask around; you'll be able to find it easy. So you flew on Southwest. Yep. So we got about a minute here. You wanted to share a couple things. You you got you you had a, a unique situation that some folks might encounter. We were boarding the plane headed in through Vegas to San Antonio. We were just getting on the plane. About a third of the people were on board when they announced that the flight wasn't going to be able to land in uh, Vegas because of a low ceiling, and you had an option of either staying on the plane or getting off. And we had a short turnaround in Vegas to begin with. We're concerned about making our connection. They announced that we will let you know if you're not going to make your connection. Well, a lot of people rushed the counter and tried to make other arrangements and got on their phone and were trying to figure out how that they could circumvent this. When in reality, I discovered the best thing to do is be patient and wait. Whatever information you're going to get at the counter, they're going to announce to everyone. Mm -hmm. So be patient, wait, you'll find out if for any reason they're not going to get you to your uh, to your uh, connecting flight, they'll they'll change it for you. But if there's 30 minutes, they get you can if they can get you there 30 minutes before your connection, uh, then you're good to go. Which if you get to Las Vegas and you have 30 minutes when your plane pulls up to the gate and takes you another five minutes to get off the aircraft, and they're going to close the door 10 minutes before departure. Your 30 minutes is now down to 15. Wear your best running shoes <laughs> when you fly. Well, you, and that's not that might be the best piece of, of information that you have to share through the whole thing, is that when you're, when you're traveling, anticipate the fact that you might get to a big airport and have to go a great distance in a short period of time. And no matter if you had a two-hour layover, you might get there and it's 22 minutes, and the only way you make it is if you can haul your butt down there pretty quickly. So pretty that, much. that's, you know, not a bad piece of information. We told folks we were going to talk about the seller of travel law, which probably sounds boring as all get up. 
But here's the reason it's important to you. And that is because that is how people who sell travel to people in California get registered. It's a law that came about about a quarter of a century ago. It's a very good law. You know, sometimes government regulation isn't a good thing, but this one did exactly what it was supposed to do. I was very against it when it came out, but it's done so well. I'm very much a fan of it now. So, um, and the reason this is interesting is because last uh, couple weeks we were contacted by a guy who was offering uh, these tours of the American West. And they're escorted tours, and one's in the southwest, and one's in the northwest. And they looked pretty good, and so I thought, well, I'd put him on the air and let him talk about it. And as we got closer to the interview time, I said, well, um, do you have a seller of travel law for the state of California, seller of travel number? Mm -hmm. And the guy said, no, I don't know what you're talking about. And I explained to him what it was, and he looked into getting one and came back and said, well, you know, that's an awful lot of trouble, and I don't see why they would make me do that and jump through all these hoops and blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, you know, I can't put you on the air if you don't have a seller of travel number for California. And so he got kind of upset, and he, he didn't, and, and I just, I thought this was worthy of mentioning to folks here, because if you're about to buy travel from someone, and you're a resident of the state of California, they should have a seller of travel law it, number. It usually says CST number. Mm -hmm. And that shows that they have registered with the state of California. If they don't have a seller of travel number, that means that you are taking a heck of a risk by buying that travel. If anything goes wrong, you're not protected by the laws that protect other people in California. If that person doesn't have that seller of travel number, your life gets a lot more. So look for that. If you, you live in California, look for that number in ads. If you're buying from a cruise line, they have a California seller of travel number, and that may not be in their ad, but they can produce it when they need to. And in this case, it, it kept... We didn't put this gentleman on the air because his product really can't be sold to people in the state of California. And the reason that law is there is to protect those of you who live, those of us who live in California from people who, you know, the shysters who call you up on the phone and God, there's a tremendous number of them all of a sudden selling you a timeshare presentation or a free vacation or a free cruise. A lot of those people used to be headquartered in the state of California. None of them are headquartered in California now. Because if they were, the law would come after them fairly quickly. So what we've done is we haven't eliminated the problem, but we've at least kicked them out of the state of California because now they, there are repercussions for doing business that way. So look for the California seller of travel number when you're buying travel or at least ask for it, particularly if you're doing business with a company that you haven't heard of before because that's something that protects people who buy travel in California. See, it was kind of boring, but... Kind no, I, that's fascinating information. I'm sure that people um, got some value out of that. And if uh, speaking of value, ho ho, what do we have coming up after the news? Well, we need some folks to give us a phone call at 921-1530 or 800-834-1530. Only if you are people who use Uber and Lyft. We're looking for some folks who use those rideshare services. We have a $100 Ruth Griff's card for our best contributor in the next segment, 921-1530, All righty. Follow along, by the way, at TravelGuysRadio.com. That's our website. And that's where we have links to pretty much everything we talk about. We'll be back. More on the Travel Guys coming up after we find out what the world's going on. And the sky is gray. The sky isn't gray. It's going to be, though, tomorrow. We're, it's going to rain tomorrow. 
You big mamas and papas fan? I am. I am. Peter, Paul, and Mary, mamas and papas, Arlo we're Guthrie. All, we're all folk guys, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, we huh? were just talking about Don McLean earlier. Yes. Uh, you know, the old American pie guy. Look at here. I've got a $100 Ruth Chris well, gift card. Oh, that's, that's awesome. And in the next 10 minutes, we're going to award this to one of our listeners. It has to be a listener. Uh, we're looking for, for callers. We've got a few on the line, and we have one line open at 921-1530 or 800-834-1530. We're looking for people specifically now. Um, please don't call unless you use ride-sharing services on a regular basis. We were talking about Uber and Lyft, but if you use a different one, why then? We would love to know about that, too. And the person who has the best contribution in the next 10 minutes will win this $100 Ruth Chris gift card, which might not buy you a fancy dinner for two. It would buy you a fancy dinner for one. It would get you started on a fancy dinner for two. All right. Yeah. Okay. Do, do we have any of those fancy rules that if you won in the last 30 seconds or anything, you if can't If you've won a prize from the Travel Guys in the last 60 days, you 60 are not days, eligible. So. Also, we should tell people that anytime you win a prize on Travel Guys, uh, the yes. Travel Guys show, that it yes. comes from the Travel Guys yes, and not does. from KFBK. So do if not... you ever have any question yes. about your prize... Contact the Travel Guys. Yes, do not come to the station no. and ask Janelle out front. She will not know what you're talking she about. She won't, and she won't have your prize, and no. you will have come, and, and then and everybody then Mark, will be confused. Mark and Tom get in trouble when they <laughs> call me and say, well, <laughs> what did you guys do now? Yep, and it's happened two or three times recently. So anyway, your prizes come from the Travel Guys. Here we go. Kim in Rancho Cordova is on the line. Hi, Kim. Welcome to Travel Guys. Hi, how are you? Oh, it's nice to have you here. We are doing... Pretty good by most measures. So, are you a rideshare person? Yes, I am. I oh. use uh, Uber. You use Uber. So, do you have? Is, is there a reason that you choose Uber over Lyft? Um, I am just comfortable with it. Um, I had a friend that that taught me how to use it, and mm-hmm. so every time I've I've needed it, I've always gone with Uber. Um, so I haven't ventured into the waters yet with Lyft. So one of the differences between Uber and Lyft is the fact that uh, for a long time. You didn't. You could tip Lyft drivers, but not Uber drivers. So you say you're an Uber uh, traveler. Do you generally tip the driver after your ride? I do, and I always tip drivers before um, before Uber rolled out the online tipping. I just, you know, I was raised that way. If they provide good service, so I would always give the Uber driver just a couple bucks. And sometimes they would say no. You know, I'm not supposed to take it. And other times they would they would accept it and thank me for it. But um, I do appreciate the fact that they've added it now to their um, their app so that you can do it online. And, yes, I always tip. It was interesting early on when I would ride with Uber and you would bring up the tip, they would remind you that, well, we're not really supposed to. But if you happen to drop money on right. the floorboard of the car <laughs> exactly. or something, uh, and we can't do anything about that. Do you find, do you, do, Kim, what's the best thing about rideshare services to you? Um, I feel much safer in uh, in an Uber than I do in a taxi. Um, years ago, I was in San Francisco riding in a taxi, and the taxi had to pull off to the side of the road. And the driver said, oh, excuse me, I need to get my seizure medication out of the trunk. Um, I've never had that with Uber. Um, people are driving their own cars. Everybody I've ever encountered is very professional. Um, and like I said, I feel very, very safe. Um, you know, sometimes people say, gosh, you know, you're getting in a car with a stranger. But I do the same if I take a taxi. Right. I don't know that person either. Yeah. So the best to so to Kim, the best part of she feels safe. She feels safer in a ride share than she does in a taxi. Don in in Gold River, um, welcome to the Travel Guys. Uh, Uber or Lyft, Don? 
I've used both. Uh, I have more experience with Lyft than I do with Uber, but I have interesting stories on both, and I'll try. I can be fast if you want me to tell both, or do you sure. want me to pick one? Go for it. Well, I would say with Lyft, I like the app a little better, a little easier to use. You see the photo. They're doing a little light bar thing that you can see the car, but I found it to work very well. We live in Gold River, which is in the uh, eastern part of Sacramento County, and I once used it to go down to a, the Capitol Mall Brewfest. From there, then to go to the races at Sacramento Raceway, which is rural uh, Sacramento County, and then back to our home because my wife said she wasn't going to drive me to all those places um, on her own. My Uber story is interesting in that I went to a science meeting in San Antonio and with my wife and six of my colleagues were there and said, well, let's go to this barbecue place, but it's way outside of town. Rudy's. In San Antonio. Yes. No, it was a different one. <laughs> oh, but at least okay. 15 miles. Well, we were a, they took their rental car out first. We were able to get a lift ride there, had dinner with them. But then after that, we could not get Uber service back. I should say I've always been satisfied with Uber. I'm not saying anything negative. So eight of us got into a medium-sized rental car. My wife couldn't move her foot at all because it was jammed against the door. And multiple people sat in multiple laps. Wow. And it was pretty entertaining. <laughs> but we did make it back. Only, so, only in Texas. So, Don, should, should when people do ride share, should they be tipping the driver? I always have with uh, Lyft. It seems the app is a little easier to use. I've noticed lately that um, Uber is updating their app fairly often, and so I try to keep up on it. Where I've used Lyft most has been in and around Sacramento and Citrus Heights and probably Rancho Cordova. And the app just seems a little easier to use on Lyft as, as compared to Uber. And which which do you prefer? If, if which ride service which ride service would you take if you, all things being equal? Presently, I would take Lyft. And also, we have a a relative who has eye problems, and she's found it. You know, she doesn't like to drive late in the afternoon when the sun goes down. So having a ride sharing business is is on, and you can just access it on your phone. It's just so helpful it's one of these great aspects of technology that helps with mobility don uh, thanks for the for the uber and the lyft stories let's go to annie in auburn uh annie uber or lyft hey i've used both but i actually think i prefer lyft okay and and why well i just find that it was easier to use and i got a quicker response i use both of them though uh if you know if need be i'll use either one but I, I use it, actually, and, and my sister has have used it because we have an uh, elderly mother and my elderly mother-in-law, and we have used them to pick them up at our mm. house yep. and give them a ride to the Senior Citizen Center. So that has been huge. We are hearing, I am hearing more and more stories of folks, of older folks, who are using it to get to and from doctor's appointments 
and yeah. activities and things like that. Because if you've gotten older and you've lost your license or your ability to drive or you're just not comfortable driving, um, this is a, a way for folks. And oftentimes they need rides in the middle part of the day, which are never peak periods. So they're always getting the ride share for a fairly inexpensive uh, rate, comparatively speaking. Annie, um, are you a tipper to your rideshare drivers? Yes, I am. So do you tip yes, them? Do you, yeah, I tip them. Do you tip because them as much as you would tip a taxi driver? Um, gosh, you know what? Honestly, I haven't used that many taxis. I usually just tip them five bucks, you know? Uh-huh. And uh, not a lot, but, you know, uh, I appreciate them you know, taking care of the seniors for us when it's the middle of the day and we're at work or something. Or Have you ever had an them. Uber or a Lyft driver that that you weren't happy with and you didn't tip? Um, no, I haven't personally. I also use Turo. I don't know if you've heard of Turo. I have. Yeah, but that's kind of a little bit different ride sharing, but I mean, that's been kind of a great thing for us for on for vacations. If we didn't want to rent a car for the entire week, you just call up Turo and. It's a car. Churro is a car ride sharing uh, service. Exactly. So Annie is quite a quite a ride share. All right, let's get one more here. Nancy in El Dorado Hills, Uber or Lyft? I've used both. Um, probably prefer Lyft. I also really like to be able to review the driver. So that's that's been a great help to see uh, what kind of record they have. Uh, my one little tip was that uh, we've used. Uh, Uber and Lyft when we've been on vacation and one of the best places we used it was when we were at Disneyland so it was wonderful early in the morning we were dropped off right by the happiest place on earth uh, early in the morning didn't have to park the car didn't have to walk to the tram and then late at night when we're exhausted uh, just picked us up right at the same place and took us home which was fabulous when we were exhausted do you have a preference between the two ride-sharing services? You know, it's really a matter of which one is available and can pick us up the quickest. Um, so we've used both, but Lyft has been pretty consistently the best. So you, so if if so, you, if you were in a city where both services were offered, you would you'd hit the Lyft button first. Yes. Easier to use. Isn't it interesting, Tom? Nobody has mentioned the fact that now see I'm a Lyft guy, but I'm kind of a Lyft guy just because the Uber guy was such a idiot, mm-hmm. this CEO for so long that and his own people didn't really like him, so I'm like, you know, why would I why Mark would I give a, him my business? You, you have a political reason why you don't like Well, those it's stories. a personal kind of political reason. That's what I mean. Yeah. Well, okay, anything else, Nancy, that you would like to share about your ride sharing experiences? Oh, just some of the drivers are really interesting characters, and some are better than others, and so uh, <laughs> it's 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 kind of a fun thing to do. Are you a person who's tr- who has ridden in a taxi cab frequently? Mm, I have rid- ridden in a taxi cab in New York, um, not frequently, but I have a little bit. Do you think ride sharing is a better way to go? Oh yeah, absolutely. And there you go. Um, Nancy says that ride sharing is a is a better way to go. So now we have to pick a winner here of our four uh, our, our four people. So we got you got uh, his vote there from uh, the other side of the room. From Luis has told us. Um, okay, and we got it. Okay, it looks like Annie in Auburn is the winner of our hundred dollar Ruth Chris gift card. Woo! 
So, Annie, hang on, the, hang on the line here, and Luis will get some information from you. Thanks to all of you for being a part of our segment and for being Travel Guys listeners. When we come back, Gwen Duncan is going to join us, and we are going to talk about river cruising in Europe. You're listening to The Travel Guys. Well, look what you found. It's The Travel Guys, travel and entertainment. We are Mark Hoffman and Tom Romano. We're every Sunday from 3 to 4, brought to you by Sports Leisure Vacations. Our goal is to make you a smarter traveler. And one of our special guests, travel agent uh, Gwen Duncan with Cordially Yours Travel, joins us pretty consistently here on The Travel Guys and always has great information. Welcome, Mark. Welcome, Gwen. We are The Travel Guys. Gwen, you are a big fan of river cruising you obviously love river cruising yes and so now last year you ended up doing three river cruises yes i did so tell us a little bit about where you went most recently but then more importantly were they on different cruise lines yes they were oh okay so tell us where you went and give us an idea compare the three lines that you used last year oh this is going to be fun the first one we did was in the spring and that was on an emerald waterway and we went from Nice to Lyon. That ship is um, uh, about the same price as all the main ones, like the Ama waterways and the Vikings and everything. It's about that same price point. Um, it's contemporary. There's a lot of uh, brass and glass and um, black and white with occasional turquoise in there. It's very ultra-modern. What was your favorite port of call on that itinerary? Um, I would say Arles or Avignon. Uh, that's what what the itinerary was was the southern southern France, right? And um, there's a lot of history. Um, so did you go to Cannes? It's near Nice, but near we nice. did not go there. Okay, on this one, I have been there. Okay, I've been there, but that wasn't on this one. But anyway, that ambiance is pretty nice. The pricing's nice. The the issue we had was we end up stuck in Lyon because the water was either too high or too low, and we did bus busing from uh, uh, Lyon for part of that. Neighbors. And then in um, September, we went on a scenic, and this one is an all suite, all butler. Ooh. Yes. And um, and that one includes your alcohol and all that kind of stuff and your gratuities and everything. It was really nice. It's a sister company to the Emerald. Uh, but that's how it is it, a price point that's much higher. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ambience was about the same. The floor plans were about the same, real similar. We went from Paris to Normandy. And so we got to go and see where my dad jumped at Omaha Beach, so ah. which was nice. Uh, so we, but we also had a problem there. The water was uh, too rough because of those. Remember those um, in September? They had those uh, hurricanes and stuff going on, or bad weather in Ireland. And mm-hmm. people, well, it was affecting the waterways uh, along the coast of France. And so we had to be bussed to Normandy. So this is something that happens quite common with river boats. Right. Okay. So you you indicated that happened twice to you. Was that did it detract a lot from your trip? No. I mean, did you no, feel it didn't. Did they it handle didn't it well? Really. Are they on top of this now? It didn't really. It was a little disappointing that we weren't going to take the bu- a boat all the way down there, but the bus trip wasn't that long and everything. I didn't think it was that bad um, at all. But uh, then we took in October, we went on an AMA waterways. Yes. And we did a round trip um, Bordeaux. And they have a pretty good reputation. So they've got a very work? good. And those, um, um, my feeling about it, I like all of them, but this particular one, the living room, I mean, the lounge is like a, an oversized living room. And it's, and it's got um, uh, the furniture is, is, is uh, soft. 
you know, and, and the coloring, it had a lot of wood and, and brass and stuff like that. It was a beautiful ship. And we got to go to French Chateaus. It was a wine themed cruise. We had a sommelier on there who did, um, information about how you, uh, rate wines and stuff. It was really good. I love enrichment courses. And you get a lot of those on the river boats. And it was one absolutely wonderful. And the, um, the Ama waterways is comparative to, uh, the Vikings out there keep my phones ringing, but, uh, they've got the same kind of ambience on their ships. Um, and then there's Avalon is very similar to that too. So a lot of them, um, the, there's some distinct differences about their personalities. Uh, Uniworld has a lot of, um, uh, French provincial uh, light blues and white furniture and stuff like that. So it's a lot different. Tom? Gwen, uh, you, we often talk about when you cruise, uh, mostly ocean cruises that we've discussed this uh, about, and that is the all-inclusive. Uh, you can buy the package that everything is included and, and so forth. When it comes to river cruising, uh, give our listeners some uh, some tips to make them smarter travelers in regards to choosing either all-inclusive or a la carte. Oh, that's a good question. The all-inclusive, there are certain ships, one of them is like the Scenic brand, uh, the Crystal brand, the Talc brand. Um, they have it, uh, gratuities and your uh, beverages are included. All the other ones they'll have, you, it's an add-on. You don't, you know, you can buy a package, you can buy an upgraded package that includes port, which was what I did because I like port. <laughs> but, um, or you can go without having the alcohol. Um, some of them will have promotions where they'll uh, offer you a beverage package included during certain time, you know, book, book buy periods. Mm-hmm. And then, um, as an incentive to, yeah, as to an inc- absolutely as an incentive. The biggest difference between the, the ones are, um, some of them will have, you can have alcohol at any time during the day. Mm-hmm. And some of them you can only have them through breakfast, lunch, or dinner. So if you're a 24-hour lush, why then there's a certain That's cruise right. line for you. And then there's – right. now you've gone on three different cruises. You're a travel agent, so full disclosure, I suspect you didn't pay full fare. Oh, that's true. <laughs> um, but one of the reasons that these people let you go at a reduced rate on their cruises is because they want you to come home, and they hope that you will then present them in a positive light. So now you've been on these three, two of them kind of affiliated, and, and Ama, which who rises to the top? Wow, that one's, uh, you know, that is a matter of taste. Uh-huh. Uh, my personal taste is I love Alma Waterways. And uh, I like the feel of it, you know, the ambience whenever you're in there. I'm willing to pay for a beverage package if I can't get one. Uh, you did allude to the fact that we do get deals. Yeah, nothing is free. Yeah. But we're encouraged to come to these things because we need to experience it. So my job is to qualify my client to find out, you know, the most people like to stay or visit or go on um, um, itineraries and things that that make them feel like they're equal to or better than the home that they live in. So you don't want to put them in in a real cheapo place <laughs> wow that's a really interesting that's a really interesting comment because i as, as, as you say that and i reflect on even on land packages yeah you, hotels well at, at sports people who travel sports leisure vacations uh, we're not ritz carlton people but we do enjoy the marriott and the sheridan we, yeah. we enjoy a nice hotel and uh, so yeah you're right people do like to stay 
in some place that or on occasion some place that reminds them of grandma's house or something that's like right that. like, that's absolutely right and so you get a, you have to really ask the people what kind you just come right out and ask them what are, are you comfortable in ultra modern do you like this you know and then i can recommend something that they're going to feel good in i felt good in all of them but there's some that i feel better thank you gwen for this information because really and truly what we've kind of come down to here is that when trying to compare river cruise lines is that it depends on the person that's right and so there's two things that come to mind here first thing is do your homework and second of all is have a travel professional who can assist you in making this reservation it won't cost you any additional money doesn't cost you anything more and somebody who like yourself now you've been on these cruises so if someone asks you a specific question about beverage packages add-ons you know ports of call what happens when you get bust you have all those experiences that you can call on to tell people it doesn't mean that they'll have a perfect cruise but it does mean the chances of them having a successful vacation that meets their expectations will be much higher that's right that's right and and it really points out i think the importance do your homework find yourself a travel professional if you're going to pay thousands of dollars to travel occasionally a travel professional will cost you a slight extra money but when you're buying packages like this it won't cost you a dime but there's one thing to consider too yes um if the uh, travel agency works with uh, the different suppliers and we work with many of them if we send enough business to them they give us uh, incentives for you know to give our pass goodies on to that our you clients. can pass on to your goodies clients. to we and and they don't offer that on the internet right you know so there you go. Or if you're traveling with someone like yourself or my company, you might be going with a group. And that's the group right. Has then been group pricing better, benefits yeah, and other benefits on board and stuff like that. So those are things free that beverage packages you can't find from. Yes. Good. Good. Very valid points and things that most travel professionals who are worth their salt should be able to do. That's for you. right. You can find a link to Gwen Duncan's Cordially Yours Travel Agency at TravelGuysRadio.com. want to thank our callers earlier that uh, that called in to talk about Uber and Lyft and ride-sharing. All fabulous calls. Thank you so much for participating. We always have good callers. We do. Next week, we're going to tell you about Earth Ships in New Mexico, a new eco-lodging, and Clayton Whitehead will be here to report on his trip to Jordan. Dance like nobody's watching. Stay well, my friends. See you next week. BK Sacramento, KBEB HD2 Sacramento, KFBK FM Pollock Pines.